Yeshiva right under our nose and we don't get to see him. We all uh, pray that our colos should come out so beautiful uh, uh, as uh, the sounds that oh. of the shofar should come out so beautiful as Amitai uh, Blue. Uh, mine are not sounding like that. Yeah, well, you practice Shine. and then when it's crunch time, it's completely different. Okay, you should see how it sounds at home. Unbelievable. Now you come here, so I just, what happened? <laughs> the same should be by me. Uh, Barbara, it's great to have you here. With Matisio Solomon, he, he, he says a question that probably bothers us all. And it's just the simplicity, the way he, he writes. He, he, he comes to Rosh Hashanah. Well, let, let's talk about it. You just finished Mincha. Okay, Mincha, you have a whole laundry list. Right? From brains to health to wealth to redemption. Everything got, you, you talk about asking Hashem, please help us. Please help us. Right? Now, Tomorrow night, you're going to get to the Shemun Esrei, and we got a lot to ask for. Right, the whole, everything is hanging on the balance. And, uh, you know, if you listen to the news, more is hanging in the balance. If you don't listen to the news, okay, you know, you know on your own what's hanging. So much hanging in the balance. And you're going to go through, and I got my, hello. Like, we should say the regular Shemun Esrei three times each prayer. <laughs> nothing, nothing. You're not going to mention nothing about what you need. Hello. You know, we need, uh, we need, we need. And the whole thing is hanging on the balance. We realize that it's all at risk and we're not going to mention anything. So that, that's the, uh, the obvious elephant in the room in terms of the questions. He brings down a medrash that says as follows, that David HaMelech, Davind, recognizing that there would be a time when the Beis HaMikdash would be destroyed. Right? The medrash often talks about David HaMelech, Shlomo HaMelech, Davinding for things that would come at a later point in Jewish history. So he says, when there's not going to be not a Beis HaMikdash, not a Kayin Gadol, so it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you should accept the Tfilos of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Those, you got to accept the prayers of the Jewish people of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And uh, the question also is, uh, like David, if you're going to pray for us and we need the big favor, you know, let's do the 354. Now, if you're already asking, let's ask for the prayers for all 354. Right, 354 days. Why are you only asking for Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? That's the question Ramatisio asks on the Medrash. Then he brings down a, he brings down from, a, from the, in the Nefesh HaChayim, Rebchayim Voloshner. He says that Rebchayim Voloshner writes about Rosh Hashanah that on Rosh Hashanah we devote all of our tefillos to the Melech, to the King. Right? You're going to see uh, almost all we talk about is that we reference Hashem as King, our old ten days, reference Hashem as King, we talk about ourselves as soldiers. Right? It says in Lavish because that's what we're doing. We're not focused on ourselves. For the, for the Rosh Hashanah, we're focusing only on the Melech. We're focusing our whole attention is on the king, like a loyal soldier. Right? But what's going to be, right? So Reb Chaim writes, right? And the rest of the year flows from this that we coronate God and serve him as a loyal soldier. He says everything that in that tefillah, or the tefillahs 
of Rosh Hashanah is embodied or encompasses all of the tefillos of the rest of the year. That somehow the requests of the year is included in the Rosh Hashanah tefillah. Where do you see that in the Rosh Hashanah tefillah? How do you bring that all together? So Matasio says a great mashal. He gives a parable. And he says that, uh, he builds the parable that there was a, a king. Right? So Matasio, I guess he's older, so he still talks about kings. You know, the new Sfarim didn't write about kings. Right? Uh, right? I see in the new mashal book, I was laughing. My daughter brought home a piece of paper uh, from school. And she says, uh, she's reading to us uh, a mashal, a parable. And I was so impressed by the teacher because the teacher took one of the famous mushals, parables, and t- changed the whole, all of the pers- characters of the book to fit modern times. Because it's talking about a king and a princess. And a, I don't think we can relate with this. So the teacher, in her wisdom, changed it to modern times so that you can relate with it. But Matasio, in his paper, he still writes about kings. So Matasio writes that there was a king that was very wealthy. And uh, the, one of the sources of his revenue was that he had a sales tax. I guess that's where the government learned it from. He had a sales tax, and his sales tax was on all contract material. So Home Depot, Lowe's, all of them had to pay the king a tax. And, but he was a benevolent king. He used the help to help, and uh, people liked the king. And there was one contractor who the king knew him from his youth, and this contractor was an orphan, and he was taken in. Right? He was taken in by the king, and he saw that he learned the art, the tradesman, and uh, he was a very successful, because of his ties to the monarchy, he was very, very successful. And one day he comes to the king, and he tells, him the, he tells the melech, the king, that, you know, I'm so appreciative of all that you've done for me. I want to build you a palace like no other. And the king says, thank you, that would be lovely. I appreciate that. And that's what the man did. The contractor every day would go to the Home Depot owned by the king, right? And he would, uh, he would tell the workers that, you know, he needs this and this and this. And every day he'd go out with a truck full of material. And the other contractors were swiping their credit cards and they, he ain't swiping no card. He's just giving everything card blanche. And finally they were frustrated. They asked... The manager, the store manager, hey, why isn't that guy paying? He's taking everything, not paying. So they, the manager told him because he's building the, a palace for the king. Ah, he's building Like, hello, obvious, like light bulb goes off. Says Ramatasio, that's what, that answers all of our questions. That's exactly what's happening, right? And Rosh Hashanah, right, what we're doing is we are accepting upon ourselves that we are in the service of the king. We are an Eved, we are a servant, we are a soldier in the army of God. The rest of the year, when we're going and making all of our laundry list of requests, those are the necessities of a, of a dedicated servant of God, of a loyal servant of the, of the king. Yeah, listen, you got to eat and you got you to train, you got to do whatever you got to do. All of your requests are on God's American Express card. 
because you are a dedicated servant. And that's the idea what David HaMelech was saying. He says, there's two prayers I want answered, God. The answer prayer of Rosh Hashanah and the prayer of Yom Kippur. The prayer of Yom Kippur is about tshuva, that's something else. But the prayer of Rosh Hashanah of the people when they dedicate themselves to your service, Hashem, right? Right, so then all of their requests are included. They're on the other side, it's one coin, They're the flip side of the coin. One is the coronation of the king, and one is all of the benevolence that the king gives in order for us to be trusted and loyal servants. So that's one approach when we're working, when we're going to come to Rosh Hashanah. Right, we're going to come and we're going to be talking about the king and talking about our relationship with the king because that's really what it's all about. It's all about right, that I am Avinu Malkeinu or I, I, I am the, speaking of God as our father, our king and I am the son of the king. Right, so all that I have, all is, it's my relationship with Hashem. That's what I'm building on Rosh Hashanah. And from that relationship will come forth all of the prosperity and all of the gifts and all of the brachos that we need in order to remain a dedicated servant of Hashem. Amen. Um, no, you don't. You don't. You, you don't have an erev tavshilim because the first day is Shabbos. If it would be the other way, when it's Friday, Saturday, then you have erev tavshilim. If it's Saturday, Sunday, then you don't need erev tavshilim. So yes, you do it here. You do not need. Well, no, you don't need erev tavshilim. This uh, you're not going to need it this whole uh, season because it all comes out Shabbos Sunday. Okay, God did it. Uh, we should have a good work here. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Tuesday candles. Right, right, right. Okay, that's something else. So the. Um, yeah, the uh, the greatest uh, bracha, right, is that uh, Rosh Hashanah, as we, we've spoken about, is focusing on developing a relationship with God. That's really the, the, the essence of Rosh Hashanah, right, accepting him as melech. But, you know, when we talk of a melech, right, we think a, a melech who's far and distant from us. And that's why at the very same time, the Yeshua Hashem, as we mentioned yesterday, the Yeshua Hashem Behimotso, the contrast, we do the exact contrast. We're going to speak of God as as close as He can be, right? And that's the, the, the greatest bracha is that we should be able to tap into that. We just mentioned all of the details of life that we need. God is limitless. He's, he's endless. He does. He has no problems. He has an unlimited bank account, right? So the question is, is that are we going to tap in? Right, to it. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us. And the next is, is that we should be able to break free from our own limitations. I think that the Great Depression that Rosh Hashanah brings is because, oh, another year, darn, I, never, I, didn't, I didn't do all that I had. On, I didn't become what I wanted to become. That depression, the, the, the flip side is that, of that is, is that God is here to help us become the great person that we could become. Don't look about yesterday. Yesterday is irrelevant. The only thing that matters is our commitment of today to build a better tomorrow. And if we all come in with that energy and that positivity, Bezret Hashem, 5784 will be for all of us our best year yet. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Tashtik, we do Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it gets pushed because of Shabbat. We push it to Sunday.